You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Welcome back, friends, to the Alter Echo podcast of St. John's Lutheran Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. This is your scripture and message for Sunday, May 28th of 2023 the last Sunday in the month of May, which is two different but very important days in our lives. Of course, it's Memorial Day weekend, uh, and so we do observe Memorial Day in worship together uh, as we remember those who are no longer with us, including those uh, who died in service to our country. And we proclaim resurrection hope with them, for them, between us. And... It's also another important day in our lives. It is uh, in the church year, the day of Pentecost. Now, these two days do not always line up to be the same day in the church, um, but this year it just happens to, to fall that way based on the timing of when we had Easter together. So we do observe the day of Pentecost, the day of the coming of the Holy Spirit. So uh, in worship this weekend, we will read the story of Pentecost, which is found in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. But I will not read that um, for us on the podcast today. So if you are not able to join us for worship on Sunday, I would certainly encourage you to get your Bible out and uh, read Acts chapter 2, 1 through 21 to remind yourself of that important Pentecost story. But our focus for today is actually from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. If you have a Bible with you, go ahead and pause the podcast, grab your Bible, and open it up and read along with me. John, chapter 20, beginning with verse 19. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them, and he said, Peace be with you. After Jesus had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When Jesus had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Now, friends, if you are fairly regular with us here at St. John's, either in person or on the podcast or on the live stream, what have you, You might have been listening to that gospel reading from John and thinking, gosh, that sounds really familiar. I feel like we've heard that recently. And if you were thinking that, you would be absolutely right. Because this is the year of John's uh, stories in in the season of Easter. So we actually did hear this story a few weeks ago in the season of Easter, um, the weeks following the day of Jesus' resurrection. And if we had kept reading after verse 23 and kept going through verse 24 and on, you would have put two and two together as we heard the story of what's often called Doubting Thomas. 
I would probably call it believing Thomas, but doubting Thomas nonetheless. So <laughs> this is a familiar story to us. We have just heard this in the church here because it is a message of resurrection and peace and an encounter with Jesus' word proclaiming peace. And we hear this message today on Pentecost too, the day that the Holy Spirit arrives on the scene for the first time, the promised awaited Holy Spirit, arrives among the people to do two things, to gather the people of God together. And second, to send the people of God to be the church for the church and for the sake of the world. So, We've heard this recently, but to answer the question you might be wondering, no, you will not just be hearing the same sermon that I preached in April on this same gospel reading. Because today is a new day and a different day. A day in which, because it is Pentecost, we need to hear a different piece of gospel from Jesus in this word. Pentecost is actually the perfect day to hear this again because it is a message of resurrection and it is a renewing message of peace. You might remember, or you might not, and if you don't, that's okay, that, on e that in the season of Easter, when I preached on this passage, it was a message of peace within you as an individual solo person of faith about how we live and how Jesus invites us and offers us this word of comfort and peace for you as an individual person of faith. And that was an, a message for Easter that we needed, uh, a peace within us when grief and fear and doubt are also swirling in our spirits. Peace within you. But for Pentecost, a day that we hear about the disciples being together a day that we hear about the Holy Spirit arriving to embark on this journey with us to be the church, our message is not peace within us only, but our message is peace between us as peoples together. And that, my friends, is a really different word. Both peace within us and peace between us are absolutely essential to life as a person of faith and essential to living as the church for the sake of the world. So hear me when I say that we need both, peace within us and peace between us. Imagine, if you will, having peace within you only while also living in conflict with your family or with people in your workplace or with friends or teachers at school. Could you do that? Or imagine the opposite scenario. Imagine having peace with others in your relationships while carrying around a deep and profound inner internal turmoil. Living like you were trying to always conceal the inner chaos or internal discord you live with while not letting it show on the outside or not letting it have an impact on your relationships with others. I don't think we can have one without the other. So as people of faith, <laughs> we know that our faith is always both personal and communal. Faith is always a matter of what I have for myself, but it's also something I live 
in community with others necessarily. And I think peace is the same way. Because today we hear that Jesus offers peace not only within one person, but that Jesus offers a broader, more expansive, and much more profound and impactful peace. A peace between people and between peoples, as in groups of people, communities of people, nations of people. We hear today that the the impact of the Holy Spirit is peace between us. And not peace merely as the absence of conflict, think the avoidance of conflict or just the ignoring of conflict, not that kind of peace, but peace between people marked by a mutual commitment to living together even though we don't always live well together or treat one another perfectly. And peace between people as the pursuit of understanding one another, including our different perspectives, beliefs, ideals, traditions, cultures, languages, and we could go on and on and on. Because in that classic story from Acts about the day of Pentecost and the arrival of the Holy Spirit as a dove and with fire, we celebrate that God calls us to be people of all walks of life, all languages, all backgrounds, all characteristics, all genders together. And this is the day when the Holy Spirit arrives on the scene with the people as a means of continuing the ministry and relationship of Jesus Christ, crucified and risen. So that the Holy Spirit can help people discover what it means to be set free from sin. And isn't that ultimately what forgiveness is? We hear that last line of the story from, um, from, from the book of John today. When Jesus said to the people, receive the Holy Spirit, he immediately followed by saying, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. It's not aspirational or hopeful. It is the power of forgiveness or unforgiveness in the lives of the people of God and of all people. This is what it means to live peaceably with others, to practice regularly and graciously the gift of forgiveness. It is the hallmark of peace between people. And not forgiveness as in permission for people to continue to make the same hurtful choices to one another, but forgiveness as grace beyond broken systems that oppress and marginalize and also kill the oppressor. Forgiveness as grace for myself, for the ways I have not understood, for ways I did not see beyond my own self and my own worldview, and a commitment to do more. Forgiveness is peace between people as a dedication to prioritizing our life together over my own individual thoughts, opinions, ideas, and beliefs, and so on. So as we think about peace between people and its connection to forgiveness, its undeniable connection to forgiveness, 
I want to ask you to take a pause here and just meditate for a moment on what forgiveness feels like. When you have truly experienced forgiveness in your life, a needed, essential, life-changing forgiveness, what has that, what was that like? And now meditate for a moment on the inverse. What does unforgiveness feel like? What does a commitment to withholding, or as we hear in, in John's gospel, retaining forgiveness, what does that feel like in your lived experience, in your heart, mind, soul, and body? As you think about those two experiences, forgiveness and unforgiveness or the retention of sin, what if forgiveness is the key to living peaceably with others? What if forgiveness is the key to unlock the kind of life that does not dwell on hurt, but rejoices in hope? That there is and can be life beyond it. Life beyond sin. Life beyond suffering. Life beyond the terrible things that we inflict upon each other. What if forgiveness is the key, the central focus to the kind of life and the kind of world we desire for ourselves and for all people? Jesus says today, to those first disciples gathered in fear in a room together. And Jesus says to us as disciples who live in fear that our world is irreparably broken and irreparably divisive. He says in verse 21, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I now send you. This is our call today, people of God. Jesus is sending you and us out, out of this building and out into the world, into our homes, into our workplaces, into our schools, and into the whole wide world to be practitioners of peace between peoples. Jesus is sending us out to embark on a journey of peace in our interpersonal relationships, but also peace between groups of people where there are divisions. Pastor Andy gave us an impactful sermon last Sunday about the, the possibility and the real aspiration and the realization of living as one despite our divisions and embracing our unique diversity as a gift instead of a way to ultimately be divided. Jesus says that we must persist in peace when all of the other voices around us say that peace is impossible. We proclaim Pentecost today and resurrection and Pentecost that Jesus continues to renew us, to send the Holy Spirit to live among us, calling us, urging us, like begging and pleading with us to be people of peace when the culture says that there can never be peace, so why even try? And the Holy Spirit is sending us out into the world to pour out peace everywhere we find ourselves with anyone 
and everyone. One more thing. We have this phrase in the church uh, that was a really um, big hallmark of church life when I was growing up, and I imagine that many of you know it as well. I had a pastor growing up that ended every single sermon with, May the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I did not know for the longest time that that phrase actually comes from Scripture. That Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 references the peace that surpasses our understanding. I want to think about that for just a minute as we contemplate our, our sent, being sent to live in the world in peaceable ways with others. Peace that surpasses our understanding. Peace takes more than only our intellectual ability to comprehend it. Peace is beyond just knowing that peace exists or what peace is all about. Peace is more. It is beyond our understanding. Peace requires our heart and our spirit too. And peace surpasses understanding. It is beyond what we can possibly understand in the sense that it does make no sense to enter into a tense or conflicted situation on a local or global level and proclaim peace. It makes no sense. And yet, Jesus insists and promises that this peace is his gift to us in the Holy Spirit. It is ours to claim, it is ours to live in, and it is ours to be sent with as a gift to sprinkle over the world. So people of God, on this Pentecost day, receive the Holy Spirit and go forth to practice peace out in the world because it makes no sense, but because it is exactly Peace is exactly what the world needs. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast, and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.